Hey, business owners and managers, do you ever wish for a sacred space at home that could actually allow you to focus on your business and bring in all the supports you need? That's exactly what the Feng Shui Advantage will do for you. To learn more, go to www.fengshuiyourday.ca. Now, let's dive into our show for this week. Welcome, welcome, welcome to season two of Feng Shui Your Day. Where do you go when your body's in pain? Well, stay tuned for some great advice from my guest, Amy Stein. Amy's an herbalist, an energy medicine educator, and trauma-informed breathwork facilitator. Her mission is to educate and empower others who are suffering with physical, mental, or emotional issues. And by working with Mother Nature, we can be our own best healers. And when we can quiet the internal and external noise, we can hear the body's messages for healing. Hmm. Let's remind ourselves that we get to choose what is best for us. Amy's approach is a mind-body-spirit one, which uses the power of the plants, thus the herbs that she uses. Uh, She also works with energy medicine techniques and breath work. And this all works together to assist in reconnecting you back into a healthy body. Welcome, Amy. Thanks, Catherine. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so glad that you're here too, Amy. You've got some very interesting, interesting things to help us heal our bodies. But first of all, how about telling us a quick background on how you find your calling? Like, how did you get on this path of reconnecting back into your body? Please explain that. So basically, I always had symptoms as a child that I didn't understand why they were happening. I had a lot of stomach aches, a lot of headaches. I could sense people that I didn't want to be around or situations I didn't want to be in. And I didn't understand what that was until I started working with chronic pain patients in my early 20s, and I started to resemble them. And I thought, what's going on here? And I got to the point where I'd been denying the symptoms that my body had been sending me for years, ever since I was a child. And it got to the point that my body was screaming and basically shut me down, and I could no longer deny what was happening. And so I went the traditional Western medicine route because that was what I was raised to believe work. That was the industry I was working in. And when that failed me, I didn't know what to do. It was really frustrating. It was really scary. It was really demoralizing. And so I felt there's got to be something else. And so it took me a few years of being on that merry-go-round of constant going to the doctors, hoping they could fix me, taking the different medications, trying the different protocols, doing all the things. And I didn't get better. If anything, I got sicker. Yeah. Yeah. And it reaffirmed the themes of not being believed, seen, or heard from childhood. And it brought all this stuff back that I didn't know how to deal with. And it was really scary. And it was really a time that was frustrating. It was a time that I didn't know where to turn or who to turn to, who I could trust, because the doctors were not helping me and Mm -hmm. I could not trust them. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of that is normal in childhood, right? Not being seen or heard or believed or, or this kind of stuff. But it's interesting that you were able to just find that a little bit later in life to try and deal with that. And uh, if I can just interject here, as many of our listeners know here on Feng Shui Your Day, I always prepare a segue between Feng Shui and whatever products and services that my guests have. And it's amazing how energy is found in everything. You just have to be aware and look for it. 
And you see feng shui is very ethical based and it does recognize that energy is present in all beings, self, well, of course, all humans, animals, birds, insects, trees, and of course, many inanimate objects can carry energy vibes as well. Like holy smokers, you can't run from this stuff, can you? <laughs> no. No. So feng shui really connects with Amy's services. It's so easy using specific herbs and energy techniques and your breath. You're going to tell us all about that in a minute. It's all there. Right. So learning to cultivate this free life essence, uh, we can utilize this for much better health. So it's right there for us to heal ourselves. Oh my gosh, a perfect segue. But for now, let's get back to our guest, Amy, and find out some more. Uh, Amy, continue telling me more about these, these breath exercises that you're doing. Sure. So breath work was something that I had been doing for many years in my yoga practice, but I didn't realize until recently, about the last year, that I was using it as a way to escape from my body because it did not feel safe to be in my body. I had a lot of childhood trauma, again, the themes of not being seen, heard, or believed. When I told the story of what was happening to me, I wasn't believed. So I stopped telling the story and your body will protect you. But in order for you to heal from the trauma, your body is designed to heal and process it. But if you're not present in your body, you can't heal. So I was doing all of the things mentally, right? I was doing all these protocols, all these programs, rewiring my brain, you know, doing the plant medicine, doing the energy medicine, but I wasn't ever in my body and connecting the mind and the body while I was doing it. You know, we give in our society a lot of credit to the mind, but the mind is just part of the body. Yeah. Right. So there's this, there's all, all of these thoughts and expectations and belief systems that create an idea of, of what we're supposed to do. And I did that. It didn't work. And so I decided to sign up for this trauma-informed breathwork training because because something kept pointing me in that direction. Mm -hmm. And it was my intuition. Yeah. And it kept saying, you need to do this training. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do another training. It's really <laughs> intensive. I've done so many. How is this going to be any different? And so it was really different. All the things that I thought were impossible, weren't going to happen, did happen. It was the first time I allowed and trusted somebody to hold me so I could heal, mm -hmm. to hold a safe space for me so I could allow my body to heal. I could be back in my body and be back connected to my intuition and my higher intelligence, the innate intelligence that everyone has. And mm -hmm. so that was the power that Breathwork had for me is that it was that missing puzzle piece in my journey. Wonderful, wonderful. Do you know, Amy, in some circles, these techniques of yours could maybe seem a little bit odd, um, just, just because they're different. But tell us about what people are going through or what they're feeling before they say, oh, I really should call that girl. Sure. So yeah, it felt odd to me too, right? Because I was raised in science. You don't see it if you can't, you know, you don't believe it if you can't see it. Right. Right. It doesn't exist. It's not there. But <laughs> when I reached into plant medicine, I was using that to heal myself a lot. And then that reached into energy medicine. I began to believe in even the things I couldn't see because there was value there. There's something bigger than me that created all this, right? There's something bigger than me that created me, that created the birds, that created <laughs> the plants. And then I really, you know, this has been around for 5,000 years. Ayurveda, traditional Chinese medicine, yeah. indigenous medicine, 
you know, things are not used for 5,000 years unless they were. That was what made me a believer when I saw that it worked for myself. And that when I started to surrender, realizing surrender is not a dirty word, open to something bigger than me. I could be open to this new way of thinking, even if it sounded woo woo, right? If it sounded odd, if it, I was going to give it a shot because I did all the normal things, you know, what was suggested, the expectations, all of the protocols, everything that was said was going to be tried and true, failed, have to lose, right? It was like, yeah. So some of the latest stuff is really actually the ancient wisdom that's coming forward now. And we're tapping into it in many different ways and you included for sure. So what, what are some things that people can do to reconnect to their body? Just a couple, just a couple little tips. I think it's really important to be mindful of, of what you're ingesting. So whether that's visual ingestion, right? So that's social media It's also (laughs) oral, right? What you're eating and putting into your body, you're, you've given one body in this life. And if you don't take care of it, it will eventually break down. We live in a really toxic world. So we're already surrounded by so many toxins, much more than our body was designed to handle. There are people like me who feel it a lot sooner than the majority of the population. And we're more sensitive to it. Exactly what's happening to me, but nobody understood. It wasn't until I did all of my own research that I discovered all these connections. So I think it's really important to mitigate as many things as you can that may be negatively affecting you, even if you don't feel it. So that could be, I know you've talked about EMFs before on your podcast. Mm -hmm. It could be the chemical toxins you use to clean your house or to clean your clothes. It can be the, the things you put in your mouth that you call food that are not food. Yes. It could be the internal and external noise of the, the negative thoughts that continuously cycle through, you know, 80% of your thoughts are repetitive and negative. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important. I think the statistic is actually higher now, but you know, that's what it was a few years ago. So I think it's important for people to be mindful that you get to choose what's best for you. So just because something worked for somebody else and it didn't work for you, that's okay because we're all different and there is no tried and true when it comes to autoimmune and chronic illness. And there are things that will be better for somebody else than they were for me and and vice versa. So I think it's important to remember that, that everyone's unique and you get to choose what's best for you. And by doing that, that's listening to your intuition. It's connecting to your higher, your higher self. Um, I just love, I just love everything you said, uh, Amy, this is just amazing. I just want to bring up that word sensitive that you Mm -hmm. brought up a couple of minutes ago. You're right. Being sensitive as a child or sensitive as adult even had some really nasty connotations with it and, and treatment of others that wasn't really positive as well, too. But we have to reframe that sensitivity. It doesn't mean that it's bad right. or it's good. It is. And a lot of sensitive people using that in quotations mm-hmm. here are the enlightened group of people. And that's why they're sensitive, because they're sensing everything that's going on around it and uh, knows the impact of being in a positive or negative environment. And so sensitive needs to be reframed. uh, Right. And that's, that's the work of Dr. Elaine Aaron. So she talks about the highly sensitive person. I've read that. I read that. Yeah. 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 I didn't understand any of that until I got sick and I was doing my research. And the irony is I worked for her husband in college in his lab. (laughs) 
which was completely, like, it was about romantic relationships. And I had no idea because she was in California and I'm in New York. No idea her research because it wasn't what we were doing. And then it wasn't until I got sick and I started doing my own research and I discovered all of these links in that, you know, there was nothing wrong with me. It was a gift. It was something that was helping me protect myself to establish bound, realize what's good for me and what's not. And so, yeah, I, I definitely agree. It needs to be reframed. There are a lot of people trying to reframe it. I belong to a community of highly sensitive people and we all support each other you know, in, in all aspects, because we understand what it's like. So just a quick one, all of these techniques that you offer can be done online these days, right? Yes. Everything cool. can be done virtual. Awesome. And so how can people find you for services? So they can check out, I have a Facebook and a YouTube channel. They're both called Amy, the amateur herbalist on there. There's a lot of free information. So the YouTube channel is primarily recipes, gardening, and foraging. Mm -hmm. Facebook is chock full of lots of information to discover about energy medicine, plant medicine, and learn more about me. If they're interested in learning more about me, I can offer them a free discovery call if they message me through the group. Okay. So the idea is to jump into the Facebook group. And what's the group name again? Amy, the amateur herbalist. Amy, the amateur herbalist. I love it. I love it. I love it. Apparently there's so much to discover there. And from there, you're able to direct message you uh, for this discovery call and find out how you can come back into your body as well. Any comments or last minute tips? Yeah, go outside every day and take three deep breaths and see what it feels like. Look around, see what was created that's bigger than you. Put your feet on the ground, feel the energy of the earth. Feel the energy that exists in your body by taking the three deep breaths. I love it. I love it. I love it. I do it every day. Anyways, I did think it would such a big impact. I walk my dogs twice a day and I'm out. I have a long walk to the mailbox. I mean, I do this um, just as a habit and a chore, but you know what? It is an amazing life force. That's just super. Amy, this has been a fabulous having you on the show today. I'm so glad that you're able to dissect all this information and pull it together for us and have paved the way for others to find healing and to live in peace and harmony once again. This is just amazing. All you listeners out there can control these things and cultivate your own sanctuary for healing. So find out more from Amy. Amy's website is Mind, Body, Spirit, Breath and her Facebook group again, Amy? The Amateur Herbalist. Amy, the Amateur Herbalist. If you can spell it, you can find it. <laughs> Contact her for your free discovery call and find relief from this world. Thanks so much for joining us, Amy. And thank you listeners for sharing your day with us. You too can have a feng shui day. Bye for now. Thanks, Catherine. Hey, thanks for sharing your time with us today. You and I both know that a positive environment is necessary for you to thrive. It's a must. Wondering how to create less stress in your work days? Well, what if I showed you in 30 minutes how to shift things in your workspace? That's exactly what we can do together. A free 30-minute chat with me can open your eyes, improve work performance, and be more productive. Embrace the feng shui advantage and let's get your space working for you. Check out fengshuiyourday.ca and I'll see you next week.